irrepressible air of excitement was shimmering above the crowd like a heat haze. Someone really big, it was rumoured, was to be this year's guest speaker. Annual general meetings of the Women's Institute are always high-profile affairs. The movement has earned itself a reputation for forward thinking and for addressing issues which haven't yet become fashionable but soon will. The year 2000 was no different. The Board of Trustees decided the meeting should concentrate on a green agenda. Planning had started well in advance. In early 1999, an unexpected phone call was put through to WI headquarters from 10 Downing Street. It was Tessa Jowell, Minister for Women, with a message to the Board of Trustees that the Prime Minister would like to come and address the WI. The board was a little bewildered at his sudden enthusiasm, but agreed to pencil him in for the 2000 AGM. When nothing more was heard from Downing Street over the next year, the board assumed the idea had been forgotten, and with a certain sense of relief, given the soapbox tendencies of other politicians who have addressed past AGMs, they got on with other things. But in February 2000, Ms Jowell rang again, checking that all was still well for Mr Blair's visit in June. With admirable sang-froid, the chairman of the WI, Helen Carey, replied that actually plans had already been made, speakers booked and agendas fixed for the meeting. She'd frankly forgotten all about that initial phone call ages ago, and if it was all the same to Mr Blair, she'd rather he came another time. There was to be no arguing, however, and Mrs Carey was quickly summoned to number 10 to discuss with ministerial advisers what Mr Blair intended to say. The WI always makes clear to its speakers that theirs is not a party political organisation. It wasn't when it was first established, and it isn't now. Its ideal members have a duty to themselves to be politically aware and committed to public affairs, but both individually and collectively, political affiliation is not relevant. Party politics are too divisive, too distracting, and in the early days were thought too taxing, Anyone expecting to address the WI at any level, including the Prime Minister, is explicitly warned to avoid them altogether. The Board agreed to Tony Blair's request to speak, on the clear understanding that he would do so in his capacity as the elected leader of the country's government, not as a party leader. Fine, said Downing Street, no problem. Mr Blair had just returned from paternity leave after the birth of his son Leo, this would be his first public speech. Helen Carey explained to his office the ecological theme of the AGM and assumed he'd be pleased to be associated with such a progressive topic. Ask him to speak on the sort of world he would like for baby Leo, she suggested, and to let us know how the WI can help sustain that world. And remember, she added, that we are intelligent women. There will be 10,000 committed members there from constituencies all over England and Wales. Don't patronise us, and please don't be late. We have a full programme on the 7th of June and mustn't keep anyone waiting. Tony Blair had requested an auto-queue for his speech, which the WI declined to provide on the grounds of expense. Perhaps that's why he looked so nervous, thought Helen Carey, as she welcomed him onto the stage. He was twenty minutes late, which had made the audience fidget and whisper and irritated the board of trustees. 
having been told proudly by Tessa Jowell that Mr. Blair's speech was really good and that he'd written it himself, Mrs. Carey introduced him with a hopeful reminder of what he was supposed to say and an encouraging smile. Once he had delivered the obligatory jokes about being terrified of massed women and had expressed the hope that he was suitably dressed, the word dressed was appropriate in the light of the exploits of the calendar girls, the original calendar had been released the previous year, the Prime Minister launched into his speech. After ten minutes, it was clear something was awry. The audience was muttering. The board members were staring at their hands, and Mr. Blair himself was beginning, as someone whispered to a neighbour on the platform, to lose the plot. He'd not mentioned.